Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that's entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello and welcome back. So I'm really excited. Um, This is my first, I guess, real episode. I posted the trailer last weekend and um, I did mention that this next episode will be my fitness journey. Um, It would be a great way to kind of set the tone for my entire podcast and kind of give you a idea of where I was and where um, all of the things that I went through throughout my fitness journey and where I'm at right now. So before I get into the episode, I do want to have a little like high and low. I think it's super important to kind of look at your week and kind of see what was something really fun and something you're grateful for and then something that you're not so grateful for. So My high for this week is it was the first week of summer for me. Finals were last week and I did not have a life during finals. I don't think anyone has a life during finals, but um, so now that I'm, you know, have a bunch more time, I'm creating lots of content. I have time to actually sit down and enjoy my meals and do more movement throughout the day and help out my parents and I'm just really happy to not constantly be working um, and studying. And then my low is probably it's a little colder now. So it was like in the nice 70 range where I live in Minnesota, but now it's like 50 as the high and it's May. We should be warmer by now, but that's okay. Um, I'm taking advantage of this cooler weather and, you know, gardening and doing stuff that you don't really want to do in 80, 90 degree heat, but that is a completely different side track. Um, so yeah, let's get into the actual episode. Okay, so with my fitness journey, I would probably, in a nutshell, it's extremes and then now trying to find balance. So I... Always, if you have talked to me in person, you probably know that I always warn against going to extremes because I've been in extremes and they just don't work. Um, They don't work long term. They're not sustainable. And this entire podcast and all of my content is a realistic, well, like I'm your realistic wellness bestie. I'm showing you what's realistic. And sometimes waking up at 5 a.m. is realistic and other times you're exhausted and you sleep in and that's totally fine. So for me, I'm just going to kind of go through, you know, I would I would put COVID as the center of my fitness journey. It kind of started this love for fitness, but also that's where I got a little obsessed. So before COVID, I was a super healthy and active kid. I never really did sports. I think I did soccer for I don't know, one or two years when I was in elementary school because my dad was going to be the coach or whatever and I wanted to spend time with my dad. But never really did sports, not my thing. I liked moving, I liked being active, it was just not my thing to be in a sport. Um, Obviously, once middle school started, I think all of us have gone through this phase where we pull up those like abs in two weeks videos and we do it for two weeks and we look and 
there are no abs so we just kind of stop doing it and think that oh working out is not going to change my body so yeah i did a few you know fitness videos um chloe ting a lot of that and then i don't remember really the other ones but um no nothing against you know chloe ting and uh, i still follow workout videos but now it's a little bit different where you know i don't just do an ab video twice a day every day for two weeks that is not how muscles build i also got into a couple fitness classes so there was a gym um, that opened up near my house and I tried bar I think and yoga once and I did really like bar in particular I remember going back to that class um, a couple times and then regarding my nutrition I was always a kid that didn't really care about I wasn't ever self-conscious about my body especially like before COVID and I did a couple like diets quote-unquote more of as a test so I tried you know vegetarian for a little bit I tried vegan I remember um I tried cutting out sugar for like a month I I just did it just to see how I felt and I didn't really I wasn't obsessed about the scale I probably didn't even weigh myself during that time but I just liked those kind of tests I don't I I try to explain to my mom that you know it was just a test I don't know why I did it but and then around I think middle school as well I started to run with my family every other day so my dad kind of started to run you know three to five miles every other day um, you know one day running one day resting your body because he found that very important and so I just kind of copied him and then eventually all of my siblings started to run, so we just run with my family, and it's really nice. So during COVID is, I think, when my fitness journey, like, really kicked off. Um, so I think we can all remember having a loss of control. We didn't really know what was going on in the world, and I needed to find something to attach myself to. I do have a very obsessive personality, and so I need to attach myself to something. Um, and a lot of times it's school, but right during COVID, obviously school kind of shut down, so I had nothing really to do. I got a fitness tracker, um, a smartwatch that I still wear, and it just helped me be more mindful about my movement, and then it became obsessive. So I started to obsessively track calories um, I'm not going to say how many calories I was consuming. It was over 1,200. I'm just going to say, if you're eating 1,200 calories or less, you're not a toddler, okay? You, you just need to please start eating more. Um, but it was not enough for my body, and I started working out seven days a week. I started walking and walking on top of, you know, running every other day with my family. And it was so much to the point where I started losing weight very quickly and I eventually stabilized, but I think the scariest thing out of all of this is when I was working out every single day, I was not taking breaks, and I was doing the same exact videos and the same exact workouts over and over again. There was no progressive overload. There was nothing, and me just sitting back and thinking about this, it was so dumb. You're not going to get results if you're going to be doing the same workouts and the same videos with the same weight seven days a week. And if you're not taking a rest day, what's the point of working out? Because 
when you work out, you destroy muscle and then you need time for it to rebuild. So, you know, sleeping is important and obviously taking full rest days and, you know, only doing like walking or yoga, like gentle movement during those days. So I think another one of the scariest things is I did lose a lot of weight, but I didn't even notice it. So as I mentioned earlier, the scale was never really a thing for me. Um, the only, I remember I was wearing leggings every single day during this time. And so obviously leggings kind of fit to your body. And I put on a pair of jeans, I think two or three months, you know, after COVID, this was probably end of May, beginning of June, 2020. And they were big on me. Like my jeans that used to fit me like a glove were big on me. And then I started trying on all my other clothes and everything was big. And I remember sitting there like, I did not know what happened. My parents kind of didn't really realize that I lost a lot of weight. Then eventually they're like, okay, yeah, you need to kind of regain weight, you know, look a little better, um, not look so bony. But I just, yeah, that was, it's just scary that I never realized I was losing weight until I did. Um, But obsessively tracking calories, walking all the time, like, literally hours and hours it was just a horrible time during my life and I highly don't recommend you to go into those kinds of obsessions because no they don't turn out good and they do destroy your health both physically and mentally so after COVID um I did stop tracking calories I think I only really religiously tracked calories for five six months but then I stopped like literally cold turkey because I realized that calories are just calories do not equal nutrition they change day to day especially for women who have like hormones and a cycle and things like that and like what if one day you I don't know you did like a really killer workout and your body needs more food you should not be looking at numbers to determine that so I did stop tracking, but I was very rigid with my full food and meal times. So this eventually caused me to really undereat and then overeat because I was not necessarily eating enough. And for example, if it was, you know, past my normal breakfast time, then I wouldn't eat breakfast. I would just wait till lunch. So I never really skipped meals on purpose. Um, but I was very rigid with my food and my meal times, and I had to eat for like a certain length of time, and it was like really dumb. That's all I can say about that. Um, slowly though, I became less rigid. I started working out and doing different workouts and trying to do different muscle groups at a time, which definitely helped me. I started seeing more results um, and less steps, but I was still super active. Um, probably I would say normal activity levels, maybe a tiny bit above normal, but it wasn't excessive like during COVID, especially with, you know, school and getting a job and other things like that. It became difficult to be so obsessed, which definitely helped me kind of scale back. And now, um, I feel like there's a lot of different things that I'm trying to do. So I did mention earlier that due to the excessive, like, exercise and calorie counting, I did develop an eating disorder. And because of that, um, currently I am not running. I'm still walking, but I am taking a break from running with my family. And obviously this was very difficult for me because I do love running. For me, it was never about, you know, 
just working out or, you know, burning calories or whatever. For me, running makes me feel super powerful and strong. And it's one of the just best movements that I could think of to do for my body. Um, so we're just waiting on a couple things in my body to like stabilize before I can start running again. But I am so excited to get back to running probably at the end of this summer and into the fall. Um, still not tracking anything. Absolutely nothing. Again, as I mentioned earlier, tracking calories just does, it might help you for short term, but it will not help you for long term. This is also why I'm trying to explain like diets don't work. For example, if you decide to go on a keto diet and you cut out all carbs, you might like lose weight or look better or look toned or whatever you want. But once you start introducing carbohydrates back into your diet you're just gonna lose all that progress and that's like it's so restrictive and it's not sustainable that you're gonna be miserable the whole time and it's you're just gonna get into a cycle of yo-yo dieting and nobody needs that as your realistic wellness bestie I'm telling you you need balance like reach out for help when you need to if you are struggling to find time to cook Ask a friend, ask your parents if they could cook something or try meal prepping. And if you get really anxious about food and you do struggle with disordered eating and, you know, skipping meals um, and things like that, do reach out for help. I think that's something that I did not do quick enough. I only started going to a therapist, I think, in March of this year. But this kind of like over-exercising and um, under eating was occurring for two years so obviously get help if you need it um, and really work on just right now I'm working on regaining health and I think if you have lost health in the past if you just notice like you're always cold lethargic tired um, your, your hair's falling out but yet you're working out and you think you're eating enough you're probably not doing the right things you're probably under eating and over exercising, which unfortunately the fitness community really praises. And I just want that to change. I want people to be a little more realistic and, you know, find balance in working out, but also resting and enjoying life, which is also something I'm currently working on. Um, speaking of resting, I am attempting to stretch and foam roll a bunch more. So right now, because all I'm doing is literally walking and weightlifting, I am do I am trying to build muscle. I'm trying to get strong because living two years and a teeny skinny body is just not it, okay? This summer, we're trying to be strong girls, okay? Not skinny sticks. So I am attempting to, you know, foam roll more and just really help recover my muscles. I think that's important because... Recovery is so important in anyone's fitness journey and just like fitness split, whatever you do during the week that um, you need to do different muscle groups. You need to stretch and foam roll and do, you know, different types of movement as well, which I think two years back, I was very rigid. I would only, you know, run, walk and do the same YouTube video, like I mentioned, over and over again. And that is absolutely ridiculous. So what you need to do, especially if you are trying to 
um, really get into a fitness journey is try different types of movement. You might be a little scared to, you know, go to a cycling class or try, I don't know, try berries. I know a lot of people like berries or like dog pound workouts, but I don't live in a place near any of those areas. So I work out from home, um, but I am planning to get into a gym and get some more equipment for, you know, weightlifting. Um, But yeah, so looking towards the future, I kind of already touched on this, but, you know, getting back to running and I did really enjoy cycling last year and um, currently I'm waiting again to have everything with my health fall in line before I get back into cycling. Um, You know, keep building muscle, keep getting stronger and having a balanced life with fitness. I think because I went through extremes, I can probably attest to the fact that those extremes are not fun. I think social media glamorizes them a lot. Social media glamorizes eating disorders. Social media glamorizes fitness obsessions. And being addicted to exercise and having an eating disorder are very real problems that I dealt with. And the fact that social media glamorizes them makes them 10 times worse. And it just angers me all the time to see this that, you know, girls that are, I don't know, 13, 14, 15, even guys, they... They look up to influencers and when influencers are promoting fad diets and exercising for four hours a day or, you know, these diet pills and, you know, being very rigid and trying to get fit with this and that and wearing corsets, there's so much information out there that is just not helpful. So, you know, having a balanced life and really looking up to the right people, I think, you know, getting help, especially if you need it, reaching out, finding accountability. But if you're trying to start a fitness journey, which is, um, I think something I'm going to make an entirely different podcast on. But if you are trying to start your fitness journey, start off with little steps. Start off with walking around the neighborhood. Start off with, you know, running or maybe doing a stretching video at night or, you know, trying to do maybe an arm and ab workout or something. Start small. And even if you're starting in the basement with a old yoga mat and weights, which is pretty much what I do right now, my life is not 100% glamorous. Do it. Just do it and start and just try to have balance with it. Don't go into extremes. Don't, you know, start... F- you know, counting calories or going into these crazy fad diets because they're not sustainable. If you start building healthy habits now, your fitness journey will probably be a lot more smooth than my fitness journey. My fitness journey fell through a big bump of just just being the same for two years and not having any progress. Like, imagine pretty much eating the same for two years, working out the same way for two years and not having any progress. Think about all the time that was wasted, all of that time. And it makes me angry now that I'm kind of on the other side of that where I have been gaining muscle. I've been seeing myself get stronger physically and mentally. I've been able to deal with difficult emotions a lot better than I did previously. And I'm eating like a ton more. 
And the thing is, that wouldn't have happened if I made a change. So if you're feeling stuck in your fitness journey or you're just starting, try to make small changes, try to find accountability, try to just do movements that you enjoy, you know, try different things too. Because if you just think that walking and at-home workout videos are the only ways of movement, you'll be wrong. Like what if you fall in love with cycling or what if you fall in love with Pilates or weightlifting or boxing or whatever you want to do so try different things make sure that you're nourishing your body because not eating is not sustainable okay like not eating or not eating enough is not sustainable your body needs food and especially if you're trying to build muscle and get that toned look for the summer your muscles constantly need food and if you're under eating, then what your body's doing is it's taking it's taking all of the muscles that you built and it's eating it for fuel. And our bodies are smart like that, but that's not what your goal is. So I just felt like I rambled a lot on this episode. I should probably be a little bit more organized next time, but um my fitness journey definitely had a lot of bumps along the road from, you know, not really caring about fitness at all to extremes and disordered eating and exercise addiction to now where I am still trying to regain my health and still trying to find balance in everything that I'm doing with, you know, food and working out and friends and more. I think that's what maybe got me into making this entire platform and this podcast is to show that, you know, you don't need extremes to be healthy and you can live a completely balanced lifestyle, especially with fitness, because I think that's something that it's hard to balance, Um, but you can. And so I hope this episode kind of opened your eyes. And if you're just getting started in your fitness journey, or you are looking to you're kind of in a rut and you need to have another love for fitness during the summer. Um, just take some tips and know that, you know, I believe in you and you can do whatever you set your mind to. And if you kind of feel like you've really fallen off fitness and you feel like you're like a failure and you're just not moving and you don't feel good and your body doesn't feel good, start small and work your way up and Trust me, you will feel better in a couple weeks, especially if you stick to it at first. Make it a habit. um, Try new things. And I hope to see you in the next episode very soon. Bye-bye.